Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. Today on Urban Spelunking, we're heading down to Racine to talk about um, something that I guess is kind of uh, uh, divisive, I suppose, in the uh, frozen dessert world. For me, uh, I am not a chocolate malt person, but Bobby, I know you are uh, You are like a, a chocolate malt defender, right? We might have to end this relationship. <laughs> We're going to have to find a new podcast partner because I'm all about the chocolate malt. <laughs> I mean, they're okay. They're just not like, I'm not like, yes, chocolate malt. I don't need a chocolate malt. <laughs> oh, but, yeah. No, I need I need it. Whenever we go to a custard stand, I get the Dusty Road. My daughter and I get it Dusty Roads because we love the malt powder. We're going to have to agree to disagree, I think, on, on the malt. But uh, still, I hope we can maintain this relationship, Bobby. This podcast has been going pretty well. I think so. I think we'll be okay. It's, it's actually better because I don't have to worry about you stealing my malt. <laughs> Perfect. And so it may be surprising <laughs> for our listeners to know that that malted milk was actually created in Racine. And it was uh, produced in Racine for years and years at the uh, Horlick plant, the Horlick Brothers malting plant. Yeah, which was there from 1875 uh, for 100 years. And, you know, it, wow. it was a huge complex. And, you know, they, the Horlicks, um, you know, it's, the name lives on in the Horlick High School in Racine. And the whole Horlick mm-hmm. plant is just such a landmark because um, in addition to being like almost 20 buildings on the site at one time, um, he also built like a huge lagoon and some landscaped gardens out front for his employees. He was sort of an early adopter of, you know, that sort of a happy employee is a productive employee kind of um, attitude. So, so everybody in Racine knows the Horlick malting plant. And we're talking about it because it's undergoing this massive transformation because it is a massive site. And uh, work has begun in July, correct, to uh, transform this into what they're calling kind of a town square. So housing, commercial, uh, residential, pretty much a one-stop shop for all different kinds of uses in Racine. Yeah, the developer, um, a Milwaukee guy named Josh Jeffers, who's done loads of projects in Milwaukee, um, he's currently building that Huron office building on uh, St. Paul and Clybourne. But he also has done many, many like historic renovations. He owns buildings like the building that uh, used to be the BBC on the east side. Yes, yeah. Just Tons of his. Oh, he owns the Mitchell building and the Mackey building downtown. Um, very interested in historic buildings. He uh, basically says he's building a whole new neighborhood here, which is true. He's using the existing buildings for the most part, although there will be some new buildings. Um, but really, he's sort of building an entire neighborhood into this former complex, which is a pretty massive undertaking. It's a hundred million dollar plan. Well, you got a chance to you got a chance to go down and, and get a tour of the site. At the ground level, what was it like inside? Um, it, I, I know there had been some challenges and some perhaps neglected the property for years. So where does the project stand now? What's the site looking like? Well, we walked around the outside mostly and went in a couple buildings. Outside, you know, it's got loads. You know, these buildings are all from uh, the turn of the 20th century and a little, little before and a little after. And so they're really beautiful. And it looks like an old neighborhood really because the buildings are are attractively designed because they're from that era and the streets were paved with uh like brick pavers and things so it looks really like the way you picture you know an old sort of industrial neighborhood that's been converted into sort of a modern happening district in cities all over the country that's basically what he's trying to do 
Wow. So uh, it's kind of hard to capture when we're talking about the scale of this project, uh, the size of everything. But uh, thankfully, you were there. You, you were actually live during your tour and did a Facebook Live video and showed some of the site. We have that video embedded on our website, but you can really get a sense for the scale of this project because it's it's a big one. Yeah, it's huge. The site is 18 acres, and um, there's a lot that sort of could happen there. Um, and what has to happen first, though, are these two retail buildings, and then at the same time, he's going to do site work, which is to basically fix all of the brick-paved streets and add sidewalks, you know, because it was an industrial complex, so it didn't have sidewalks. But they have to do sidewalks and sewers and streetlights and... Wow, so a really big undertaking, Bobby. What is the timeline looking like? You said demolition is going to begin next month, but when do they hope to have the site finished? Those two um, apartment buildings and then all of the site work, you know, like the streets and all that, um, are supposed to take about a year. So he envisions people moving in by to one building by next June uh, and then the other building soon after that. And then once that phase is complete, he can move on to phase two, which is some of those nearby buildings we talked about that could potentially be a restaurant, cafe, brewery, co-working space. That will be phase two. Well, we're going to definitely keep our eyes on that and a big, big transformation coming for Racine in the next year. Well, coming up on the second part of Urban Spelunking, we're going to talk more about the history of the site, about the uh, Horlick brothers that invented this malted milk product. That is coming up next on Urban Spelunking. Radio Milwaukee is on a mission. And if you're here to discover new perspectives on music in Milwaukee, then you're on a mission too. Join today to support the programming you love. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org and click the orange heart. And we're back on Urban Spelunking in Racine at the Horlick Malted Milk site. We talked about the big development plans uh, slated for this and a big transformation, but let's wind back the clock and go back to the late 1800s when this uh, building and this business came to be in Racine. So how did this whole thing get started, Bobby? So this uh, uh, this William Horlick was born in England and his brother James uh, was working for a company in London that made uh, powdered baby food that had malt in it and bran and some other stuff. Um, and the family started experimenting uh, sort of tinkering and trying to create their own sort of uh, longer lasting powder baby food, you know, and it was, they worked with like wheat and malted barley and different things. They want to be able to sell it sort of like we sell baby formula now that comes in the can and powder. And I guess you would add liquid to it. At some point, Horlick comes to the United States, uh, presumably because he thinks it's a better place to, to, to feed the babies. To feed the babies. And he comes to Racine, but then he moves to Chicago uh, with James, that brother, and they started the Horlick Food Company there um, and then moved back to Racine soon after. Um, and it was around this time that he started tinkering his powder with like a dry, by drying out milk. And he ends up hitting on this sort of uh, combination of dried milk powder and uh, malted barley powder, which is are the two main ingredients in malted milk. Um, and he gets a patent for it in 1883, and it was originally called, wait till you hear this, diastoid. Mm. <laughs> Dude, I need me some, can I have a chocolate diastoid, please? <laughs> <laughs> no, it didn't really work. So he changed the, he trademarked it later on as malted milk. Um, but the company just grew and grew and grew, and he, there, you know, they opened up offices uh, in England. James went back there to run 
the English office and there was an office in New York City. And actually, James became uh, a Sir James in uh, 1940. Oh, wow. He was knighted. I mean, so this was a big deal. And, you know, in Racine, the, the company was just huge, absolutely huge. I mean, as you can see from the fact that it had this 18-acre factory building with, you know, 14 or more buildings on it. Um, it employed hundreds and hundreds of people. It was it was a massive part of Racine, um, and Horlick was a, a philanthropist. Like you know, uh, like we talked about, the high school is named after him. But he gave uh, Memorial Hall to the to the city. He added a paid for a maternity wing at the hospital. He gave the land for an athletic field and for the high school that's named in his honor. Um, you know all that that kind of stuff that made his makes his name sort of synonymous with Racine these days. Yeah. That's definitely one of those Racine names, just like how we have our Milwaukee names. Horlick is uh, a Racine one to know. And I had no idea of this story. And I, and it, I wonder if you were to ask the average Milwaukee and if they knew that malted milk was really popularized just a little bit outside of Milwaukee and Racine, that's pretty, that's pretty neat. Yeah. There's an interesting aside about Horlick too, about William Horlick. Um, he apparently enjoyed, going on like these exploration trips he he went on several trips to the to the antarctic and to the north pole and he supported them you know by not just by giving them money but um he also sent along malted milk to use as nutrition for the guys who were on these sort of dangerous trips um and he went himself he supported it by being part of the trips he went to the antarctic with richard bird uh, and he went to the North Pole with with Amundsen, you know, these like famous explorers of these regions. So it's a kind of a quirky, quirky fellow. Well, I had no idea that malted milk had such an important uh, role in like exploration and feeding babies. Maybe maybe I got to give it a, a second chance. <laughs> yeah, I mean, now we think of it as a dessert item. You know, you you put it, uh, you know, in your in your malt or your on your ice cream, but. Uh, back then, it was really sort of like we think of a, a protein powder. Now, you know, they used it for actual nutrition. And what else at the at the site? Um, I guess like inside the buildings. I know you you didn't get to get inside of all of them, but um, what was the site most recently used for? Has it been um, has it been vacant since the seventies? Not entirely. Some buildings have been, but um, some buildings have been used by one of the buildings. It's going to become apartments. Had a paint company in it most recently. Um, a couple of the buildings that he has not yet closed on buying um, still have some active businesses in there. I, and I know somebody told me that bands used to practice in one of the buildings. I mean, they, so it's like any site like that. There's been a wide variety of uses over the years. Very cool. Well, as we mentioned, the project is just uh, in the early phases. Demolition begins next month, but a massive, massive transformation planned at this Racine Horlick malted milk site. 18 acres, as Bobby said. So a lot of, lot of uh, property and a lot of real estate undergoing some redevelopment there. You can find out more about this and all of the other Radio Milwaukee podcasts at radiomilwaukee.org slash podcasts. And podcasts here on 88.9 are edited by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from your membership and from On Milwaukee. You can subscribe to this podcast, all of our podcasts, and find much more about each of the shows at radiomilwaukee.org slash podcasts. And while you're there, we do ask that you would rate and review the podcast. Helps us get the word out to even more people. It's on Milwaukee's Bobby Tenzilla. Thanks. Thanks, Nate.